Good morning or afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Chit Chat Show, episode 15. We made it to number 15. My name is Ken. You can find me on Northern Viking Everyday and Northern Viking Explorer on YouTube. I'm here with my co-host, Stephen Loney, on YouTube and 8-Bit Warrior on Twitter. How are you today, Stephen? I'm doing all right this morning. Yes, yeah, awesome. Bit, yeah, a bit of a gray day outside, but you know what? Gray day. We just turn on some now. RGB lights and you can make it a blue day. No, I just wore the RGB today. <laughs> yeah, it's stripe day. <laughs> we, we both noticed we're running, wearing like a striped t-shirt. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's stripe day, so... Yes, <laughs> it's a Quarter good morning. <laughs> you have your coffee, I have my coffee, yes. and we are all set to have coffee with one another and talk about tech. This is going to be a great morning. Let's just stop and take a sip of our coffee. Yeah, that's a good all right. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> so we we probably don't know what we're talking about. So it's you might need coffee as well if you're listening. <laughs> yes, we made it to episode fifteen, and. Um, We've had a good run. <laughs> it's not over yet. You're making it sound like we're done. This is it. We're over. After every episode, we're like, that's it. We're never doing it again. All right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we are here. We're going to talk some fun stuff today. We have the GoPro. I have that in my hand, the GoPro 10. We said we'd come back and talk about that. We're going to talk about some Google announcements, some... A couple of Microsoft announcements, rubber screens, yeah, we'll get into that. And we have a surprise one that's probably my favorite on the whole list that we added in like three minutes ago. Because <laughs> my son woke up and said, hey, dad, guess what? And yeah, so we're going to talk about that. We'll wait until the end and let that surprise out of the bag. So um, yeah, we have a, a good show lined up. So let's get rolling right into it. Um, so I guess a couple weeks back, I told you guys I would be picking up the GoPro Hero 10 Black. It did arrive, and I was going to chat about it. Um, I did do an unboxing kind of overview video of it, and I've tested it out. Let me pull this up here so you guys can see. Um, let me maybe, can I do this? Nope, that's the wrong one. Everybody's mad at me now. What are you doing? Okay, so the GoPro Hero 10 Black. Um, this is what it looks like. And again, I do have it in my hand here. Um, been really happy with it so far. The A couple of the things I noticed. The biggest things I noticed. So it looks exactly the same as the GoPro 9, other than the blue writing on it. And... But the biggest thing I noticed is with the new GP2 chip, so GoPro's chip in there. Um, so this is the first one with that chip. It runs way smoother. It's more like a smartphone now when you swipe it. And the front selfie screen is smooth when you, if you're filming yourself like this. Um, before it was a very low frame rate and now it's quite smooth. Um, so those are the biggest things. It can do now 5.3K at 60 frames per second. 4K at 120 frames per second. It has HyperSmooth 4.0. If you're not sure what that is, um, it basically makes this so you don't need a gimbal. So if, the, if you're running and it's shaking like this, the footage comes out very smooth. And if you actually go find my channel, Northern Viking Every Day, and watch the overview video, I do have some sample footage in there. Um, 
yeah, that's kind of a just, big deal, right? Having not having to have the gimbal set up, is it just really convenient? It's super convenient. Yeah. Very smooth. Um, yeah. If you even go to the GoPro website, you'll find some footage on it. It's remarkable. The other cool thing that most people aren't talking about, and I didn't even really know this was a thing, because the camera is waterproof. Let me come back to myself here, and then we'll go through their website. Um, so the screen... If you go swimming with this and come up out of the water, this screen basically almost instantly repels all the water off of it versus mm -hmm. the nine, which would leave beads of water on it that took a little bit to um, disappear. This they just flow right off. I gotta say, with the review that you the review you did with it, and you showed that you put it in yeah. the water, like I was impressed. That was really because I I remember your older footage that you've done, and it would kind of beat off. Yeah, and when you did that, it was like instant. Usually like, when I, what I would used to do was when I would film underwater, I'd like then pull it out, pause the video, wipe off the screen and then continue recording. Right. Or I'd wipe off the screen and cut that part out of my video. Right. Um, you know, so now it's almost, yeah. yeah, it's almost instantaneous. And plus I got some cool footage. There's fish under the water where I did. <laughs> yeah. So it's, like, it's like you planned it. Did you know the fish were going to be spawning there well, that day? They spawn in that river like. Most of the year. Every, so. <laughs> every year. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess it's a yearly thing that the fish go and spawn. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Who knew? I was quite impressed with that. And the funny thing is I've watched some other videos on this and people are saying, I haven't seen this, but apparently GoPro is saying not to lick your lens anymore. Because <laughs> Wait, used to, what? Yeah. So people used to lick their lens and apparently that helped with the water on there. It's kind of like if you're snorkeling maybe and you'd kind of spit in your glasses and right. then rinse them underwater so they wouldn't fog up. I think it was kind of that concept. So now apparently they're saying not to lick your lens. So I wonder if it removes, <laughs> the, removes the coating. So. I, have a, I have a question for you. Yes. Did you ever lick the lens? No, I didn't. I didn't know this was a thing. I still have a nine. Now I'm going to start licking the lens on the nine. When, you're, when, it, you're, so. when your 10 breaks down, you start licking yeah. the lens. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, so this is, they had a couple different options that came out um, from GoPro. So let's see here. They had the $399 option if you sign up. Um, this is US dollars. So $399 for the GoPro if you sign up for their yearly service, which includes unlimited cloud storage and half-price accessories and GoPro, GoPro replacement, a few other things. And then they have the bundle as well. Um, this is what I got. And for some reason, I got it for the same price as the regular one. So I wasn't going to complain about that because they were both the same price when I bought it. Um, but yeah, so it's, again, it's got the Hyper Smooth 4.0, waterproof to 33 feet, cloud connected. Oh, the other cool thing about this, um, actually one of the really cool things about this is... And they actually put this back in the 9 now as well. It came out, I think, basically at the same time as the 10. So when I'm at home and I'm in the vicinity of my Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. it detects when I plug it into the wall. Right. And automatically starts uploading all my footage to the cloud. So I just turn it on, plug it into the wall near my router, and it uploads all my footage to the cloud. Now, of course, this is a setting you have to turn on and you have to pay for gopros that 50 dollars a year but yeah. super handy come home plug in your gopro uploads right. it all to the cloud 
right. and you're all set. So I think that's a really cool feature as well. Runs a lot smoother, looks exactly the same, same battery, yeah. same accessories as last time, but um, I think it's a, a good, good camera and I'm very happy with it. Awesome. Yeah, it looks pretty solid and I gotta say like, I don't have a need one for myself because I'm not shooting outside a lot doing that. But if I yeah. was, I would be so, I think that would probably be one of my first picks if if I was had needs like you. It seems to work so. You've seen yeah. the footage that you've gotten with those things is impressive. Yeah. And yeah. it just, yeah. yeah. Well, we did our whole, um, I use it mostly for my traveling channel, Northern mm -hmm. Viking Explorer. And this summer we did... We went out to Quebec and Ontario, and we used GoPros for the whole trip. We didn't even bring any other cameras. Yeah. And and why would you? It like the footage turns out really good, and it's like it turns why? out really good. I mean, it's not it's not like I'm using a, um, I don't know, <laughs> like I it's not the same as if I was using a fifty thousand dollar camera, of course. But it is a GoPro. But the footage turns out great, and I think the quality is high enough that I'm happy yeah. with it. Yeah. And. I mean, I Peter McKinnon, I'm sure you've heard of him. Many of you have heard of him. He's um, a famous filmmaker here, actually from Canada. Um, he did a video when this came out, and he said that this would have been like a $70,000 camera. The quality you get, I don't know what year, 10, 15 years ago, just the quality you're getting out of it. Right. Um, and now you can have it in the palm of your hand. So yeah. it's, it's, it's impressive. Cool. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. So... Shall we roll on? Let's roll. Oh, I never put that slide up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I never nah, put our slide nah, up. Nah, Thoughts nah. on the GoPro Hero 10 Black. Well, hey. Hey. I should have drank more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the Google Pixel 6 and 6XL. So if you go to Google's site now, they, they have it up that they're coming soon. And uh, yeah, so apparently the Google Pixel 6 and 6XL are coming soon. Um, that's You've had Google's... a Pixel in the past, right? Uh, I had a Google Nexus, not a Pixel. My son oh. actually just bought bought a u or like a used Pixel. It's coming in the mail. Um, Pixel 4XL. Okay. And it should be here any day. Um, so it's. Basically, if you're not sure what a Pixel is, it's Google's kind of flagship cell phone. So they just announced the new ones. Um, let's have a look here. So all sorts of different colors um, that are going to be coming. Now, some of these, we don't know all the specs yet. Um, so some of them are rumored. But there's, or did I say XL? I meant Pro. Oh, okay. um, so Google Pixel 6 Pro, not XL. But it looks like... From the the leaks and rumors, it looks like Android 12, of course, um, a 6.4 inch display on the six and a 6.7 on the 12, or on the. Oh, man, I'm getting all my phones mixed up. I said the 12. <laughs> Android 12 um, on the Pro. Now this is pretty big. So 12 gigs of RAM in the six. That's Pro. huge. That's huge. That's a lot for a phone. Yeah. Now I think. Ooh, I don't want to say. I think I have 12 gigs of RAM in my phone. It's a Note 10 Plus. You might. I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah, um, you might be right. That phone, I mean, that phone's a couple years old now, but it runs really smooth. Right. Uh, still now, it's extremely smooth. 
um, with 12 gigs of RAM. Even the 8 gigs of RAM and the 6 is great. Yeah. Um, and it just means that, like, you, you can have so many things open in the background and it's never having to, like, it can cache it all a lot often, more often. Yeah. It no, should, for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. And then um, 50 megapixel camera, widescreen, or wide camera. I'm, I'm curious to see how that compares to Apple's current phone. I want to see. Really interesting. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have all of everybody's phone specs memorized. <laughs> so, no. do you? <laughs> no. No. Sir. And bigger batteries. This is one of the things that um, people have complained about in the past is battery life. So they've got um, a 5,000 milliamp battery in the Pro, which is nice and big. So um, that's awesome. And now one of the big things was this new Tensor chip, mm -hmm. which um, can do all sorts of cool kind of AI stuff with your your camera, mm -hmm. with your phone and camera. And one of the cool things I was reading about was um, the way it can take a photo. And if the photo is blurry, it also takes like kind of a secondary photos and can amalgamate them and... Um, make the, the photo sharp. Right. So um, I've seen this demonstrated, not for this phone, but this sort of technology with other phones mm -hmm. and where they've taken, it kind of, um, there's it can do things like take a photo, if you took a photo of someone through a fence, like a chain link fence, it could actually technically remove the chain link fence so you actually get the photo. It actually, okay. Um, can do a pretty good job in kind of blending the background and understanding what's missing. Right, and that's kind of like so, what our what our eyes do, right? Um, when you actually when you actually look through foliage, yeah. When, you, when our two eyes allow us to actually see through it, yeah. Um, right, so it's kind of like doing that, but just you know using software then to do that. So yeah, yeah, no, um, for sure. That's a that's a good point. It is similar to that. You know, because they're using two cameras, that kind of makes sense. And that's that's cool. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm curious to know, like the Tensor thing sounds cool, and this seems similar to what Nvidia is doing with Tensor cores on their GPUs and stuff. Yeah. Um, part of me is wondering, like, okay, it sounds cool, and it probably will have a use in that case. But in this art, one article here, it's like it makes it sound like it could be used in potentially a lot of places, maybe. Mm -hmm. And I'm just wondering, okay, it seems to have a cool use, but I'm also wondering if. As long as it's not used gimmick, like as a gimmick in some areas, trying to make it work where it shouldn't. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just not sure how wide it's... Maybe it'd be cool if it gets used in more places than just photos and video. Um, but I wouldn't have my bets on it being just this super power amazing thing that makes everything faster. Yeah. Um, so for specific tasks, sure. But yeah, I'm curious. I, I don't know yet if it's going to be like this selling thing where it's only useful for certain little things. But yeah. But even for video, even if it just makes videos and photos better, that's cool. Yeah. No, I think it. Um, I think it'll be just a good upgrade. And from what I'm hearing, people are Google has been known kind of for making a lot of like the mid-range phones and never going extremely high end. And okay. I think from what I'm hearing, the Pro there, people are feeling that it's more along the lines of what you get in a higher end phone rather than kind of middle of the road. So. Right. Um, I think that's a good option yeah and uh it'll be nice to see the reviews as they start floating in here mm -hmm. so 
Microsoft had a big kind of week of news. Yeah, they did. There was the... Oh, my software is not working properly. So um, anyway, so I'm going to... Oh, there we go. Now it's working again. Um, Microsoft's fall surface event happened. And there was quite a bit announced from Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, let's open this up here and have a quick look. I'm surprised, to be honest, at the lineup that they showed. Yeah, so I thought I've always actually wanted one of those Surface folding laptops because they're small. Um, right. I haven't ever bought one. Um, I know your your brother has had a few, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've used them yeah. used them for his business for techs on the field, and they've worked pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, they're small, they're portable. So the whole bunch of new stuff was announced, um, this week. So there's the, you've got the Surface Pro 8 redesigns, um, the Surface Laptop Studio puts a hinge. So this, this actually, this laptop slash tablet slash drawing pad, I guess, so it can you can fold it back so that the it looks like a normal laptop. You can put the screen forward like this for if you're not going to be using the the um, keyboard, or you can make it flat as well if you want it to be more of a tablet design. That seems to be good for those. Um, I think they kind of might be targeting like people who want to be drawing on it, mm-hmm. um, and that and that makes sense. People who yeah. are using a stylus and stuff like that. No, for sure. And mm-hmm. I mean that's. That industry is just growing. People are using them more and more for for design, for social media, for everything. So um, it's a good option. Mm-hmm. And apparently, or the the pens on some of these, the drawing pens actually get hidden in the computer, kind of under a lip, and right um, charge in there as well. So oh, apparently, cool. there's like the the pen has. I don't remember what the technology is called, but um, it actually has, I don't want to say movement, but it kind of has a vibration, let's call it. Inside oh, the haptic, of it. the haptic feedback? Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think you're right. That's what it was called. And when you write, it actually feels like you're writing on paper. So Oh, cool. Um, which is awesome. Now, the Surface Duo 2 is announced. I forgot about the Surface Duo. Um, I think a lot of people did, <laughs> but... This looks this this one has my interest. Well, I watched a video on this, and it actually like there's a video on this page. If you have time, go ahead and watch it. That gives you some more feedback, um, or some more information on this. But this looked really cool. Like you could, especially if you, it, I don't know. Like they showed people having meetings and being able to draw on the screen and take part in like teams calls on whiteboards and yeah um i don't know it just seemed very functional well you know how functional it is to have a second monitor on a computer yes so this seems to be doing that very thing in a mobile device um so rather than trying to just make one big screen that folds out like other companies been trying to do i think having the hinge is superior i I think think this is better yeah and it basically allows you to do two things at the same time. And I yeah. know you can probably do that if the screen folds in half, but this just seems 
more like intuitive. a dual screen device. Yeah, and it gives it gives a more clear definition of left side, right side. I'm going to put my chat here. I'm going to put the whiteboard here. You know, I'm going to yeah. put my documentation here, and I'm going to put the, you know, this this is easier on my brain, and yeah. I would rather have this than one fold out screen that gets a a, cre- a crease that doesn't go away. That you know. Yeah. No, you know. for sure. I mean, there there is a niche to this just because of the size. Not everybody's going to want a phone that big as well because it is your phone. It does do your text. Um, so it is pretty big. But mm-hmm. for a business user, this yeah. might be maybe you have a desktop at the office and you don't need a laptop anymore. This might do the trick for you. Yeah, um, yeah and- especially for those jobs where you just need two things open. Because that seems to be a common need, and they could really get that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, um, and there's some games for it. There was three, like, sp- games for it as well that are, like, only for this device, apparently. Oh, really? Um, so, yeah, I think you could kind of flip it sideways, and then your the one screen was your controller. Oh, okay. So they're kind of doing, like, the DS thing kind yeah. of deal. Yeah. So, That's cool. Um, I'm sure there'll be more games than that, but there was like three games specifically for it, for sure. Right. So now I want to say what I'm excited here. I think the most out of this lineup. Well, there's and then one thing. I'm, yeah. So the one thing I'm probably most excited about is the the Surface. Was it called Microsoft Surface Go Three? Was it called? Uh, Go Three Refreshed. This yeah. One. So. That I'm excited about because it seems to be like the Microsoft Surface, just more budget stripped down version. Yeah. And this one for the price point and stuff, they've so they've um, they've improved the processor on this. So it's just it's a dual core, but mm-hmm. it's hyper threaded, so it has four threads. But looking at the specs of it, it's actually like quite a competent uh, spec on it. And the, the the processor runs on five watts, which is impressive. So it's like. Really low power draw. Like, yeah. it, so the TDP is five watts. My computer's D- TDP is 130 watts. Just to yeah. get perspective, right? Yeah. So it's a five watt processor, which is it's, it, which the previous generation was 4.5 watts, which may not okay. seem like much of a difference, but in this spec range, um, they've improved it. Yeah, it just seems like I was looking at at the processor chipset. It's yeah. competent, I think, for a lot of tasks. Yeah. Um, and the price point range is, I'm looking at it being like, this seems like. We were talking earlier about this one, but it yeah. seems like a jump up from like Chromebooks. Like Chromebooks are still cheaper. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but this seems to be like the jump up from Chromebooks to a full near desktop experience because it's it's an x86 processor in there. Yeah. So which means it should support. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if it was supporting the full Windows 10 and 11 or not. I, yeah. I was assuming it is. Um, and if that's the case, I could use this for quite a bit of stuff yeah, yeah for my programming or like this i don't need a super beefy um i don't need the beefy surface pro mm-hmm. this i think would actually take care of my tasks and actually be within a regional uh, reasonable budget yeah um yeah no they definitely um like when i head down to best buy if i look at these they always look i've always like the older version have always been really um drawn towards these surface products yeah. And I, I do, I would love to get one of these, probably the pro version, just for traveling and mm-hmm. um, just being able to maybe do small video edits on the fly and mm-hmm. um, be able to answer emails and different things without taking up a whole suitcase just to bring your computer with you. 
So I think between the two of us, I think the, the Surface Pro would be more in your category, what you would mm-hmm. want. And the Surface yeah. Go would be all that I would likely need. And they seem yeah. to be covering two use cases here. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, they may have, they may have some good sales there. Yeah. That, so I think, the, oh, that's it, by the way. No, no, down. This, the mouse. This? The mouse. The mouse? That. Oh, I actually didn't cool. look at that. Okay, <laughs> tell me about the mouse. So the mouse is cool. That. I really, really like the look. And when you understand how it's made, it kind of makes sense. I feel like this is from this belongs to the 90s. It feels like I'm watching Saved, Saved by the Bell kind of like territory here. Um, a tie-dye? When, no, because when you zoom in on it, it's like speckled like turquoise and like... Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, it's made by 20%, 20% recycled ocean um, plastics. Okay. So it's made from recycled product. And when you look at it, so I, I see like these green turquoise specks in there. And it just feels like recycled turquoise. Like it just feels like... Let's see if I can zoom in a little bit. Like the even it's like it's like an ocean turquoise green kind of there, and this yeah. just this just looks so cool to me. Um, plus, I like the ocean. I like being on boats at sea. So I'm just kind of like, maybe this sounds dumb, but they somehow won me with this mouse. And to the next person, it might look completely ugly and weird, like just boring. Was there I anything? Like this. Okay, so it's the whole thing is that it's an eco-friendly mouse. It's an eco-friendly. It, they're using yeah, they're using wasted plastics in the ocean, recycled. Yeah, twenty percent is to make it, and uh, that's cool. But on top of that, I legitimately like the look of of this. It just some reason I feel like it belongs in like nineteen ninety three computer lab somewhere. Except there's no cord. <laughs> Except there's no cord. But other than that, it just hits the right. So I like that too. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Microsoft did a really good job in in their uh, event. There's a lot of cool stuff there, and I'm excited to try some of it out. Unfortunately, they're not sending me anything, but I'll have to uh, <laughs> head down to Best Buy and when it comes out and um, play with it there. So, mm-hmm. Microsoft, some other news this week. Oh yeah, Microsoft is resurrecting Skype. They're doing a re a re-skype a re-skype a re-skype <laughs> good one good one there yeah so apparently they're so with everything like team uh, maybe not teams they own teams but let's say um zoom and all these other programs that are out there it sounds like they want to do a refresh to kind of keep up with the times Right. And with more colors and more emojis and more of a um, patterns, like checkered patterns so you can see more people. And mm-hmm. um, I think they're just trying to compete more with with Zoom, the likes of Zoom and different things. And yeah, so a refresh is coming. There isn't a date yet. I believe it was announced, ooh, I want to say in a tweet, but... Maybe it was on their website. It was on their website as well. Um, like, I use, I've used Zoom for work. Mm-hmm. I like Google Meet, <clears throat> but nobody seems to use Google Meet. <laughs> <laughs> we use Discord well, all the time to chat. Yeah. Um, well, it was funny because uh, this this article came up yesterday. We decided to talk about this one. And... Um, we're like, well, who uses Skype anymore? And because we were talking yesterday about this, yeah. and it's funny because I had just like a couple hours before 
two or three hours before had just used Skype for the first time in maybe like six to 12 months. Yeah. Like that day. And it was like, who uses it anymore? Well, I, I just used it today, yesterday. Yeah. And um, so w- the thing was that I don't, we don't use it as much anymore. Like you don't use it at all. Um, Not because I don't want to, <clears throat> because <clears throat> nobody else uses it. So here's the thing though. The guy I was talking to yesterday, because I, I got back on the Skype just to talk to this um, one person that I keep in touch with. And they use it all the time for business. Okay. Like it's actually actively majorly part of their work. Yeah. So I, I used to use the, I used to use Skype with them all the time as well for work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I left, I was out then that when my business with, uh, with them finished, I didn't really have a need for Skype anymore. So there still seems to be groups and pockets of people still heavily using Skype, at least yeah. this one friend of mine, maybe he's the only one, but you know, if there's more like him out there, He's still actively using it. No, for sure. Mm -hmm. When did I start using Skype? I started using it back when I had a PS2. And you (laughs) and I would play SOCOM and we would have a private voice chat. And we'd play SOCOM online. And we would have probably been one of the very few few people who had worked as a team in SOCOM with private chat. Right. Before Discord and everything like that. That was with the PS2. So... Um, that's when I started using it. Right. And, um, yeah, then I'm not and, sure where, where it went. Well, that's before, that's before Microsoft owned it. Yeah. Um, cause Microsoft acquired it five, seven years ago. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember, but, um, yeah, it, it's kind of been taking a back seat and, yeah. and, and as one article mentioned, it's like they were the dominant chat program. Yes. And it's kind of, you know, why have they gone to the back? Why have they become kind of the second, third tier chat program? Well, and my question is, so we use Teams quite a bit at work as well. And so I'm curious to know if they use the Skype software. Like, yes, it's recovered in Teams, but is that, did they use that on the back end for Teams? Because um, I feel like the ringer in Teams is the same ringer as Skype, but I could be wrong. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I I believe, I believe Teams is probably using it under the hood. Mm-hmm. That probably is what the case is. Um, yeah. And that may, and so that's one sense. It's like even if Skype dies, they're still using the architecture and the, the yeah. framework behind it. So, but it so, would be nice. I think it'd be cool to have it. I look forward to a refresh. Bring back Skype. Bring back. Skype. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it seems one of the reasons I don't like Skype is the design of I don't like the look of it anymore. It okay. seemed it, when we used it, it seemed very clean and easy. Like it just seemed very to the point and clean. And and then they did an update with it and it just seemed convoluted. And it's just harder to well, my brain to figure out what am I looking at. And yeah. so it looks like the refresh could bring it maybe even back to where it was in design. Okay. Yeah. And just make it not an eyesore. And yeah. It, so I just typed in my search box here on my computer to see if I still have Skype on my computer and it came up as an app. So I guess I do have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, have there was... o- I'll have to open it up and see what it looks like nowadays. Uh, uh, there was one cool thing about the Skype refresh that I, I wanted to mention. I noticed, and this is really cool. 
Uh, the article we have here from Mobile Syrup uh, said, lastly, Microsoft is working on a new Skype feature dubbed TwinCam, which Ooh. will allow users to use to add a smartphone to a video call for different for a different camera angle. I did see that as well. I forgot about that. That's cool. So we could have this angle here, and then we can have our mobile phone as a secondary camera when you need to like move away from your desk and show something more in yeah. the room or other people. That's cool. And not having to have some like using OBS or something to like do that, just having it built in with a second cam. Yeah. That seems very functional for work purposes to be like, hi, I'm talking to you. I yeah. need to show you a product. Okay, let's move to the second cam and, and talk about this and show this. Yeah. Um, well, and then <laughs> like software like we're using, oh, oh, this is totally different, but like multi cam support, then we can get all fancy, fancy dancy. Yeah, I mean, we could, I. we could already use like OBS and do that kind of thing and stuff. But um, yeah. having it built, a lot of people are not going to want to jump into OBS and use software to set up yeah. stuff. Just having I can be talking box. to you like this and yo, <laughs> I'll just make it all fancy. Now all the people on the podcast are wondering, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning to my other screen and pretending there's another camera there. All right. Well, Microsoft Skype. Yes, make a comeback. We want to see you. And uh, we'll see what we, that looks we, like. We miss you, Skype. We miss you, Skype. Yep. It's you, not us. Or is it us, not you? I don't <laughs> it's know. me, not you. No, it's you, <laughs> not me. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Samsung rubber-like display. What Samsung... is it? Samsung... Okay, I came across this, and I was like... Okay, is this actually a real thing? Let me pull this up. So Samsung apparently in Korea showed off a, oh, oh am I on the right screen? A flexible OLED display that stretches like rubber. So the screen like will actually puff out towards you and suck back in. <laughs> I like how you so said they, sucks back in. I don't know if that's like, the right. So their example is of lava where it's actually bubbling. The screen is bubbling out. Right. And it's only a 13-inch display, but they're just kind of showing it off. This was at the... Where did they talk about this? At the... Um, Global Tech Korea 2021 is where they showcase this. So, um, okay. So your thoughts on this, Stephen? My first thoughts are I don't like this. When you've showed this article to me, article to me, I'm like I I don't like this. I you don't I, want your to be watching TV and it to actually come out towards you and bubble out. I mean, I th I thought you know what if I was like watching a baking show and you're like watching bread rise and it's like forming a loaf of bread in front of you or something like maybe that'd be cool. <laughs> Some rising cinnamon buns come out of the screen. Then yeah. you can have like the, the smell of vision then still not finished and have like the smell of rising. Anyways. Okay. Um... <laughs> can I tell a funny story? <laughs> yes. Okay. So yesterday when we were planning this, um, my wife was cooking dinner in the other room, but you were eating on the screen. <laughs> like while we were planning this. And somehow my mind thought I could smell your food <laughs> <laughs> through the interwebs. It was really, I was like, well, that's, I went to go say that smells good, and I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> that's well, not you. <laughs> if if I was eating the same kind of food that your wife was cooking, then it kind of is. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And for those of you watching, I'll give you guys a little personal note. My wife is actually Steven's sister. So there's relationship here in the family. So that's right. Yeah. So, um, we're actually brother-in-laws. I don't know if we've actually ever talked about this on the show, but there it is. So now the world knows. Yeah. Yeah. Now the world knows. Um, anyway, back to the OLED (laughs) screen, the lava screen. Um, so the one thing I thought, and I think this article alludes to it as well. And I thought it was a good point. This could be handy, um, for if you're using screens that are, um, that you like touch screens and that sort of thing. So it would protrude a button, maybe that that sticks out. So you'd know where to push. Um, also if you're maybe blind, they could technically have buttons so they're easier to find, Mm -hmm. um, different things like that are also options as well. So I think this technology for me personally is better suited for out in the world and accessibility, accessibility, and even advertising. Maybe advertising. I could see your right. coffee shop having their coffee flowing above, but I don't see where there would be a need for it in uh, in your home day to day. Right. Um, but I could see going into Tim Hortons coffee shop and they've got some bubbling coffee on the screen. It would look really. <laughs> it would actually look really cool. So. Um, yeah. It could. <laughs> it could. But I think you're right. Actually, that makes more sense. I think you're right. From an advertising standpoint and accessibility standpoint, you could be right. Mm -hmm. That could be the biggest sell there. So I know for in-home use, it could be like, that's weird. And, but I think you're, yeah. Well, if 3d TVs flopped, I'm not sure how this is going (laughs) to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Remember the, um, 3d TV that Sony made for the PlayStation where if you both would wear you could both watch the same TV with glasses on and you'd see different things. Yeah. Because you saw that, every second frame or something like that. That was actually cool and practical. I think it was the MotorStorm game for PlayStation. You could watch mm-hmm. the same same TV and see a different view of, of that. Yeah. That was a really cool concept. Yeah. So each player had their own dedicated screen. Yeah. On the same and, screen. And if they continued that tech with 120 hertz, you could have two Technically four players? Yeah, actually, maybe, yeah. Where did but it, that? That's actually the coolest tech. Why do we not have this? Yeah, I know. It's like that's where it was actually practical and cool, but uh, 3D yeah. TVs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, know. reminiscing in the past, we talked about PS2, we talked about PS3 now. All right, the fun stuff. This one is our add on. I'm super excited about this. Bonus I round. Pl- I just need a plane ticket. Yeah. To, J- to Japan. Because Super Nintendo World is expanding at Universal Studios in Japan. I woke up to my son telling me, Hey, Dad, guess what? Super Mario World is expanding. They are adding... They're rolling out? Donkey Kong... A Donkey Kong area. I don't know what it's called. (laughs) Donkey Kong World. Maybe. Super Nintendo World and Donkey Kong. I don't know. This is... I'm really excited about this. I just have to get to Japan. (laughs) <laughs> okay and we we've talked about we were talking about talking about this before and just how the existing super nintendo world just looks really spot on and yeah it makes you want to go there yes if you haven't watched any youtube videos on the super nintendo world go watch them like you can buy a little wrist uh watch that you put on your wrist and then there's coin 
coin boxes all over with the question mark on them and you you hit your hand and you yeah. can collect coins and they actually have like um, boards you can find out who had the most coins for the day um the food is mario oriented there's yeah. characters walking around there's mario kart rides there's all sorts of cool stuff and now they've got donkey kong country coming with games i am excited apparently 2024 it's coming um and so i think they're working on a super nintendo land in orlando as well but i don't think that that's going to have the donkey kong area yet so right um yeah i i like i think it's cool that it's like jungle themed like that seems really cool um they're really going for that with like straw huts and like um what were yeah just just donkey kong style there and i just think it could be like really cool maybe like tree houses and things like that and yeah um and a part of me i'm thinking i wonder if they'll have a game where they like throw barrels at you (laughs) that'd be fun (laughs) you know kind of like what's that what is that japanese game show um those crazy ones and maybe they'll have like some guy in a monkey suit throwing like barrels at people and you have to dodge them i just i the only one i remember there was some like fish and they were throwing and I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> a crazy know. Japanese um, yeah. game show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so your so your son was really excited. This is a red red snapper. Oh, sorry. Back on this. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so your I, your son was very excited for this. He, so yes, he was. And so he woke up and he's like, "Dad, I want it, yeah. I want it." Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's cool. Apparently, he has a trip planned for us to go to Japan. <laughs> I think he's the only one that's planned it with um, my other son and you and your brother. Well, if he wants to sponsor us, you know, sure. Okay, but he's <laughs> he's fourteen, so he doesn't without a job, so he's not sponsoring us anytime soon. <laughs> All so, right, <laughs> but I'm excited about this. It looks pretty cool, and um, I can't wait till it's open and people post YouTube videos about it. Maybe it'll be me. Fingers crossed. <laughs> For, with with nor, northern, northern Viking every day? Explorer. Or oh, yeah, Explorer. Day. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, Northern Viking Explorer. Get my channels right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, Super Nintendo World expansion. I'm excited. Yeah. All right, so we have a question of the day. Our question of the day. We know you your answer. Do yeah. you still use Skype? So apparently you do again. Uh, yeah. I mean, I had to like <laughs> kind of do. Did, yeah. Did, okay. Here's the question. Did you have to download it or did, was it already on your computer? It was already installed, but I don't have my old original account information in. Okay. So I used my default like Windows login account, which has no contact. So I had to re-add the contact. <laughs> yeah, so, use your Hotmail account from 2001. Well, I, I don't. Yeah, I need to find out which account <laughs> is associated with my original one with the original contacts. Okay. So I did use it yesterday, but with a fresh empty contact list. Gotcha. So which might be better because the one thing that the one thing that bugged me about Skype because it was new to talking was every time your computer would turn on, it would turn on, and then all your relatives around the world would think that mean you wanted 
<laughs> to have a phone call. And I was like, no, I'm turning it on so I can play SOCOM on my it, PlayStation 2. <laughs> isn't, isn't, that the, isn't that what Facebook Messenger is now? Yes. <laughs> you on the Facebook that's taken it over. So now Skype is safe because yeah. the family's moved to... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Now everybody's going to switch back to Skype. So all your relatives from around the world don't, don't call you when you're trying to play video games. Yeah. So, okay. So do you still use Skype? You apparently, yes. Me, mm -hmm. I haven't used it in years. I would use it <laughs> if the more people used it. Maybe we should start using it instead of Discord. Um, if you use it, leave a comment in the comments section below here on YouTube. And we're new here on Twitch, so I'm not sure if there's a comment section on there. Do you know if there's a comment section on Twitch? Uh, I think so. There probably is. Leave a comment mm -hmm. there. Sure. We'd love to hear from you in the podcast. I think that's it for this week for episode 15 of the Tech Chit Chat Show. Do you have any final thoughts there, Mr. Steven? Uh, yes. So um, when uh, we are currently streaming at 720p right now. Um, and Oh, yes. When we reach, <clears throat> our goal is when we reach 100 subscribers. That on YouTube. Are, on YouTube. Our, uh, our plan is currently to upgrade to the 1080p stream. So if you guys would like to see a more clear, sharper image of us in full HD. Um, yeah. Pound that subscribe button. If you have multiple accounts, subscribe well, on all of them. Well, don't pound it twice because it unsubscribes you the second okay. time you pound it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Pound it three times. Pound and it three times. Pound it three times and... <laughs> Um, subscribe here and who knows we'd we'd like to do it when we hit 100 subscribers but I don't know you can buy us a coffee and maybe we'll do it sooner. even sooner a buy us a coffee link in the description or, below as or well. you can buy us plane tickets to, J to Japan and maybe we'll do it tomorrow yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so we'll see I'd like to, we'd like to do 1080 um, yeah but we need to upgrade and those yeah. packages are expensive so um, hopefully that's coming down the road Many of you need to subscribe. Now we're just babbling. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching episode 15 of the Tech Chit Chat Show. Until next time, take care.